Welcome to CTO Confessions with TC Gill. Brought to you by IT Labs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of CTO Confessions is brought to you by the one and only IT Labs, providing technology leaders with purpose-driven development teams for high performance, innovation and productivity. What more could you want? Please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing quality, high-performing teams off that shelf. And your host today is me, TC Gill, IT Labs Chief Talking Officer, and I'm speaking from London, UK. And in this episode, we're talking to a leader and his team who are hell-bent in a good, life-affirming way to make the world a better place through tech. So let's not delay. Let's get our guest, Andrew, into the space to share his enlightening stories and knowledge. Welcome, Andrew. Welcome to CTO Confessions Podcast. Hi, uh, thanks for having me. Brilliant. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and who do you work for? Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, my name is Andrew McCacken and uh, I'm currently the Chief Technology Officer for uh, Buffalo Grid. And uh, at Buffalo Grid, we're, we're a startup, uh, mainly based here in Belfast in Northern Ireland. And um, we are on the mission, uh, we're on a mission uh, to uh, uh, bring uh, mobile power and internet uh to uh, the next billion wow that's a lot of people <laughs> uh yes it's it's a it's a it's a it's a great ambition to have yeah yeah and i'm curious as to where that billion is obviously in kind of more developed countries we've got the internet most of us have at least um what parts of the world are we looking at here okay yeah so well i guess let, let's step back a bit i suppose we've all been living in the in a in a, in a world uh, going through a pandemic and we, a lot of us have got used to remote working, online schooling, and gathering together virtually. Um, and we're we're starting, especially here in the UK, we're starting to we're starting to come out of that a little bit, which is which is great, and I think everybody feels really good about that. But um, there's been a large a large uh, a large community, and or nah, hang on, there's a lot of people in the world that haven't had that haven't had that. Uh, privilege haven't haven't been fortunate enough hmm. um especially they haven't been able to communicate or connect with with loved ones who maybe uh, live live remotely or you know live far away for for many reasons uh, they might uh, they might not even have experienced the internet and uh, some mean completely unconnected so the the areas that we're that we're focusing on are countries such as uh, especially you know uh, countries in sub-saharan africa bangladesh um india so our main target is uh, emerging economies. So one of the things is that the GSMA, which is like a consortium of, of mobile network operators from around the, the globe, one of one of the key uh, one of the key facts that they that, that they always mention is that actually eighty five percent of um, of the unconnected of these unconnected people actually live in areas where there is a three G or four G network available. Hmm. So. And, and technically, they do have access to mobile internet, uh, but the things that are keeping them away from that those that connectivity is either the affordability of the data or services, uh, lack of digital skills, uh, lack of content, and actual lack of in- infrastructure. Mm. So at Buffalo Grid, what we're doing is we we're, we're, we want to solve that problem by uh, building a low cost but highly scalable uh, solution and what that what that entails is building a a solar powered uh, charging station 
yeah. uh, which we call the hub, which is like a little, it's a little red box, and uh, it has a, it has a large battery in it, and it has uh, an onboard um, a compute module, and uh, on that compute module, it offers, well, it allows people to connect to their, uh, connect their device to to the hub to charge uh, for free, but yeah. also uh, it also has onboard Wi-Fi, so people can uh, connect using their their mobile device to the to the hub and then they can access uh, content uh, on the hub such as whether it's entertainment uh, sports content educational content and things like that and uh, so really what we're offering is not just we're offering uh, the uh, the a, a reliable piece of infrastructure to allow people to charge their devices but also we're giving them the opportunity to access content that they might not be able to whether whether the whether there's um, whether there's like a whether they're unable to access whether just due to cost of data and things like that. Yes, yeah, that's great. I, I mean, I, I see the solution now. Um, it, it, it's 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 packaging. It's, it's solving the chain of things that need to happen for people to be able to get connected. It's it's the full kind of thing, you know. It is exactly yeah, and and I think one one of the one of the big areas that one of the big areas that we're also um, trying to, or that we're aiming to resolve is, is that is bridging that gap between um, digital literacy as well. One of the things that uh, Buffalo Grid are very passionate about uh, is that we believe that uh, the world is better with the internet, and we believe that it's important that we can give everybody the opportunity to access those uh, digital services and have that connectivity uh, that we. That we that we basically take for granted here in, in the West. Mm, yeah, I I tell you what comes up for me there, Andrew, because um, I, I I believe you. I think the internet is a is a very sharp sword, but it has a double edge to it. Um, and you know, without getting too political, there's been events recently in the in the world where you know the internet's been used in a very kind of negative and unhelpful way. Um, is there is there a kind of a, a aspect of education for people using this stuff? So you're giving them the tools, but is there a, a learning that they need to? Well, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. You need to question critical thinking and what have you. Um, or is that beyond your kind of remit? No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um, and that is it. That is a challenge that we we face. One of one of the things that um, that that we're that we have aimed to do in the past and in 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 trials in the past at Buffalo Grid, we we've, we've um, we we did an, an early trial a couple of years ago in India, and we partnered with WhatsApp uh, to uh, advertise on the um, on the on the the perils of of, of, of uh, fake news and and how to how to identify pieces or how to identify fake news and and um, uh, unreliable sources of news. So um, it is it is an area that we have we 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 do believe is important to to, to focus on. Um, how we get about that, uh, or what we do, uh, to in order to to make sure that we don't become like a, a source of, of fake news or or, or um, questionable uh, data is that or information is that what we what we is is the type of content that we provide. So we um, we we we're partnering with reputable sources yeah. uh, and 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 reputable organisations within within those countries and. Um, where our, our focus is, is is on generally entertainment and sports. It's yes. and education. It's it's literacy. It's literacy, digital literacy. It's digital skills, 
um, where our aim is not, to, and, and also like health guidance and how to, you know, like good hygiene things like that. Yeah. We're not, um, we're not, uh, we, we are, we're apolitical. We, we we have no intention of 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 of, uh, of being yes. involved in anything like that. You know? That's good. That's good to hear. I, I, can, I can see, and also there's a, a double whammy. Uh, double benefit because the, if you're limiting the amount of information that is you, you're not getting the uh the internet usage kind of clogged up with with other stuff but uh yeah i, I it's i mean this is great that you're providing what i call the the positive sides the internet and uh, information and education and also exploration you know um and and well, i've kind of lost my track there so um so let's come to so, so have any of these devices been kind of deployed out there andrew uh, so right now, uh, no, there's there are no devices currently currently out. So at the minute, we're we are in the middle of uh, developing our the the new version of our hub, uh, which we are calling the Mighty Hub. And this <laughs> is the so in the past in the past the, the, the our our key focus was was always on the uh, providing power, uh, but then uh, whenever there was whenever the team had gone out to do trials, uh, our initial trials. We noticed that these people don't actually have access to content. They don't have, they, you know, it's just like they've got they've got this mobile device. They're not they're, there's no content that's geared towards them. They can't access all that rich content that even if they even if there was a content there because there just isn't any content and the the and also the the cost of data is, is just uh, it's out of reach for 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 some people or for a lot of people in fact. So what we're doing is that. Uh, by providing sort of like that, almost like that internet edge cache on 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 the hubs, so that people can access that content over the wi over their Wi-Fi, we're 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 providing um we're providing content that is is um targeted and is is geared towards their needs. Uh -huh. Um, so that that's that's the main thing, and we're we're providing that through the 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 partners the partnerships that we're that we're starting to to build up. It's an exciting time at Buffalo Grid because we we are uh, we're about to receive the first the first uh, prototype of of our new hub, the Mighty Hub, and that's the that's the that's the this is the first hub that uh, has the has the not just the the charging services but also this the the, the digital services the, the the content so that people can can access content from the hub over the Wi-Fi, over its onboard Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. We're, and it, it, it's it's a big moment for the team because we've the, the, the development team in house has been working really hard and building out the mobile app and building out all the services and the APIs that that will be that will be served on the hub. Um, so this is going to be an opportunity for us to start to see the cloud platform, the distribution uh, APIs, and and ever and and the content delivery APIs all coming together. Uh, mm. So we can. So we can now start to validate and, and 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 test everything. It's very very exciting. Yeah, I just think like somewhere in the Sahara, somebody getting that. I just think how excited they would be to have something like that in their kind of community or uh, you know the the region that um, you know. So I start again. Just imagine the excitement that the people receiving this hub into their community would get. You know, when they have this enablement, that's pretty amazing as well. Yeah, and. It, it, it's great. I'll, 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 I'll share, I'll share a story with you. So we've, we've, we've had a, we've been talking to some, uh, some organisations and, and um, especially in, what we've, we've had the, we've had the chance to talk to some people in refugee camps, cool. who, um, and, in refugee camps, there, there are lots of organisations and, and, and people in there who are, 
helping people in those communities to to, to develop digital skills or develop any you know not just digital skills but lots of other skills yeah. and one of the things they use he uses is essentially learning tools and e-learning and, and things like that and um we were sharing just we were sharing like the the, the hub and our plans for the hub and, and what that would and the benefits that would bring and and the, one of the one of the representatives that we were talking to got really excited because he was like yeah because at the minute we, we basically we have we have a few laptops in a, in a small room and we're the we we don't have we don't have like wide we don't have wi-fi we don't have onboard wi-fi we don't have all these all these services that so means that we can only teach a few people in 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 a, in a, in a small area with the if, if we had the hub and we had all this content on it we would be able to um uh, we'd be able to support pe uh, larger numbers of people and we wouldn't have to just do it in this in, in, in this small area we'd be able to do it in a, in a, in a large yeah. area and that was that was really that was um that that was very very validating and it was really exciting to hear that so yeah, yeah. it's 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 a good challenge it's, it's very see, exciting yeah i can see that i mean just on a, on a i mean it's difficult sometimes to compare how our lives are to people in these um you know less so fortunate kind of situations um i mean but but the internet is really an enabler and to kind of maybe give an example of this uh, over the over the last covid period you know we haven't been able to kind of go and get our hair cut i actually visited my uh, hairdresser yesterday and he was shocked at how and i said i learned all this off the internet i taught myself how to cut my hair you know um, but but it, but the point here is not about haircuts it's about the internet is an enabler things that you didn't think you were good at you can become very good at um yeah yeah no absolutely and and i, I guess that's what it goes back to one of the values that you know the, our, the one of the values of our company is that life is better with the internet we, mm. we firmly believe that and um the people who are you know and if we can if, if we are if we can enable somebody to either whether it's to help um help them to you know earn earn money or develop their develop their skills and their business or or whatever and um, that's 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 rewarding that's really Absolutely, rewarding yeah i can feel that i can really see the the difference that makes i'm really looking forward to to you making a success of this you know in the areas that need this so from a technology perspective where are the challenges there what are the what are the pro technology problems that you're trying to solve um so some of the some of the challenges that we that we have to face is how can we um well one of so some of the challenges that we were facing is how can we um how how can we distribute these hubs at scale uh and how one of one of the one of the benefits of, of that we that we offer with the Buffalo Grid Hub is that um, you can manage the content remotely. Uh, so, for example, through a through a cloud portal, where you know, our partners, our content partners, can upload new content regularly uh, onto our cloud platform. We we do what we do on the cloud platform to make that content um, ready to be distributed onto into mm -hmm. our fleet of hubs these are just you know and we we distribute this content by essentially the, the the hubs download the content from from our secure cloud but there's there's a whole process that where from the moment the device is manufactured that the, the hub is manufactured to it being delivered on, on the ground that needs to be we need to make sure that the the hub is well first of all it's secure that the content is secured so there's i mean we're, we're going to be handling protect our, our valuable content premium content from 
from from different content providers but we're also going to be we also have to make sure that from the moment the hub is is is, is made that we can that we know that our, our cloud platform knows this is a secure this is this is one of our hubs mm. and that we can also send that content securely and safely to to the hub and also that this is you know th these are going to be deployed in quite you know sparse you know uh, sparsely uh let me rephrase that remote we're, we're gonna we're gonna deploy these hubs quite you know uh quite sparsely uh around you know uh, uh on you know across a large geographical area how can we how, how do we manage how do we manage the, the content in those hubs and how can we um make sure that we we know the health and the the, the status of all these hubs um so we're we're essentially using a lot of really good technology. We're we're using uh, we're, we're making use of um, Microsoft Azure's IoT Labs. Or sorry, not let me. Blah, blah, blah. We're using uh, IoT Hub on Microsoft Azure to manage our fleet of hubs. Wow! Uh, so there's some some really cool challenges there, and it's 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 and um, we've also got the added benefit of being part of um, Microsoft Airband, which is like an initiative uh, from Microsoft where they're they're on a mission to provide um technology and resources for for these uh, emerging uh, communities as well these emerging Brilliant. markets yeah so it's a really so it's really cool it's, it's a real kind of partnership and and uh look, I mean, for, unfortunately i'm not going to get involved in this or hear about it as much maybe we need to kind of uh, maybe i need to change my news feed you know from from other subjects but um <laughs> it, it seems like there's a lot of big players really working to uh see the opportunity in this because there is a business element to this but also to the enablement you know to see how we how we can help these communities help themselves yeah it's it is it's there's there's a lot of interest in it and um it there's there's a lot of there's there have been a lot of attempts in the past as well some very big players have have made attempts at at, at trying what we're trying uh, but i think they've I, I think um sometimes i think that their approach is they've gone too big uh, initially so for example um i know is it facebook loom i think was one of the was one of their things where they, they were essentially allowing internet access through uh providing like a, a wi-fi hotspot using a an air balloon or a weather balloon or something like that which is actually really really cool but that it wasn't really solving the problem that it wasn't really solving the problem really yes yeah. the, the issue isn't isn't that there isn't and for, there isn't mobile infrastructure in place. People do have access to that. The problem is, 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 is the barrier to entry, the actual, the, 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 the affordability to actually access this content. And that's you know, by partnering with mobile network operators on the ground, by partnering with um, content partners or, or with content providers, we're, we're trying to lower that barrier to entry and make that a lot more affordable. You know, for example, like there's tens of millions of dollars been put into these projects, whereas, you know, our 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 hub is you know five or six hundred dollars, and that's you know so it's it's a very low uh, price point uh, yeah. for for you know for the reach that we can have through one hub. Yeah, that's right. I mean, this is um, I, I love that perspective of of trying to, you're forgetting the problem that you're trying to solve. It, they throw technology at thinking that is the solution, the technology, it's not, it's the, it's the enabler. It's something you said, you said earlier on, which was quite interesting, which is that, you know, hardware is the enabler, software is where you deliver the value. Whenever you're, 
whenever you're working on building software, the good thing is you can iterate quickly and at relatively low cost. Whenever it comes to hardware, there's it's, there's a much more manual process and there's there's a lot, you know, the iterative processes can, be, can become quite expensive, especially all the tooling and all the other resources that you need whenever you're building up hardware or whenever you're working on a piece of hardware. It, it can be quite, it, it can be very expensive. So you have to try and say, well, how can we do this efficiently? Well. Uh, one of the things that we we have done is that we've we, we've partnered with 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 hardware manufacturers, with designer hardware designers, mm. and we, you know and and they they build the they're building they're building that tech. Obviously, we have people in in house who are managing that and looking after that and 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 making the key decisions. But we're using we're you know they have the tools, they have the they have the people to be able to to build things properly and quickly and and at a better price than a more affordable cost than we we ever could so um the the hardware you know and we see the hardware as very much the enabler for for all the digital services that we want to offer so um we see sort of like the core value of of, of our business is actually the software the hub, the hub is the enabler but the core the the re, the, the the revenue drivers the the, the value add is very much the software so the, that's why we're focusing internally more on the on building out a good a, a good development team or a good tech team to to build out these features and build out these services. Brilliant, love it. That's great. Coming back to your kind self, sir Andrew. What as a leader? What kind of leader are you? How are you leading in this space? Uh, yeah. So uh, probably so over the over the years, um, as I've as I've worked as I've worked up into the CTO role, um, my attitude has always been to be uh, a leader that. Uh, can help enable the people around me to be able to do the best job that they can. So, I guess the 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 true the the conventional term would be that I'm a I like to be a ser I, I'm a servant leader. Yeah, I think it's important that the team have a, have a clear understanding of what uh, our the business objectives are, what our goals are, and uh, but also get out of the way so they can actually make the decisions themselves. Yeah. I don't if I. My attitude is if I if I become a, a bottleneck or if I become a blocker, then the team isn't actually operating efficiently or effectively. Yeah. Um, and and I think whenever I, I don't know, I, I, maybe I, I think some that can actually be quite a challenge, especially if you've if you, you know, if you've come from, you know, if you've worked as a software developer, you know, nine to five developer building, you know, writing code, been been involved in all the designs, and and sometimes. As, a, as sometimes a, as a leader, you're just like, oh, I'd lo really love to get into this and really work out, you know, do some mock-ups, really work on the UX, or really write this bit of code. But sometimes you have to, you have to be, you have to take a step back, and mm -hmm. you have to make, you have to make sure, like my 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 role, my responsibility is to make sure that the team has has everything they need to be able to do things. I'm I'm here to support them. You know, it, it's it's a support it's a supportive role. Uh, that's that's the way I see it. Yeah, I love it. I, I love that and. Uh... Yeah, I, I love this uh, term that uh, I hear from leaders, which is to get out of the way, you know, because leaders do get in the way. And also, I think sometimes when leaders try to help, uh, they're actually not helping. They're kind of disabling the team. It's kind of creating a bad habit of uh, you become the point of everything, you know, the, the bottleneck. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's important that we you, that you're there, you're hurt. You're, you're you're, I think the right approach is that you're there to support the team and uh, uh, be there to to, you're essentially facilitating for for to 
now let me rephrase that i think it's good to i think it's good to come in as a facilitator in a lot of things you're, you're the person that's asking the questions to help people come to sort of come to the everybody in the room or everybody in the in, in, in the room to come together yes I to, think to come up with the, to, to all come no, I, that makes no sense at all um I, I think it's important to be a facilitator in a, in a lot of situations so that you're the person asking the questions but making but in order that the team have buy-in that they're the people actually coming up with the solutions themselves yes yeah i love that i think uh, uh, facilitating um is, is not as valued as much because i think it's a really powerful tool and it's always kind of left on the shelf um I, for example even meetings and you know, facilitating meetings are generally the most efficient they're to point they're kept on track and they deliver what what the outcome was and, and and again that facilitation is, is an important factor in all that you're you're right it, it's funny I, I'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'll i'll share a story that I, um i uh i remember meeting i, I met a friend uh, an old friend uh, uh once had taken up this role and he had he had he had uh, gone into a, a new senior role as well around the same time and we were talking we, we hadn't talked for years and we were talking about this and one of the things we, we said is do you know do you know the most amazing thing i've found when, whenever i was talking to leaders it's like they never they never have they never give answers their their main thing is they always ask questions and uh, he, and uh, his his response was was it's it's amazing it's I, he said whenever i was in meetings with some of the leaders they're like they never answered a question. They were always asking them. And it kind of frustrated me. And then I caught on. It's just like, actually, these guys maybe know the answers. These people know the answers. But they're just trying to you know, drive or steer people yeah. to, 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 to align with the, their way of thinking. Yeah. And I think, that's, I think that's important. I think that's an important uh, role that I don't think... I don't think it's talked about a lot at leadership level. I think it's important to... I think quest, sometimes questions are more important than answers. Your teams getting the most out of them. You've kind of mentioned some stuff around facilitating being their servant leader. Is there anything else that you do to kind of get the best out of your teams? What's worked for you, or even what's not worked for you? One of the one of the big things is that you should never be afraid to try new things. So um, and 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 if and sometimes they will not work. They just won't work. Mm. There are so there's just so many challenges. And uh, one of the things that we one of the things we did was that well we need to let's just let's just start mapping out all these things let's do some sort of uh, threat modeling threat some uh, threat storming as, as as we've called it mm -hmm. uh, if anybody if anybody is in, in the world of domain driven design i'm sure the, the the word the word storming is used in everything you know, event storming brainstorming <laughs> yeah. me, uh, everything everything's storming so we we've gone with threat storming cool okay uh, but one of one of the one of the one of the challenges or some of the challenges we face is just like well there 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 are people I thought my initial plan was let's get everybody together, let's open a Miro board, and let's let's start throwing out all the all the potential threats that we that could be faced. And it didn't work because there were some people who were more experts than other in one area and and and, and less and, and had no knowledge of certain areas. And it became actually just became a talking shop for uh, for for two people and uh, on the call. And I think everybody was getting fed up. So uh, the the, the and th that can happen in a lot of meetings where you know, everybody gets in a room and sometimes people don't people don't get the opportunity to contribute whether it's a case of there are louder voices in the room and things like that mm -hmm. and one of the things i i tend to do i've started to do in a lot of uh, meetings going forward one of the things I, I i've done a lot least lately is um have a quick retrospective at the end of every meeting love it 
to ask how people, you know, what's gone well, what hasn't gone well. And uh, because of that, we have, we've been able to change a lot of, we, we've changed the way we, we approach meetings. So if, if there's, um, if there is a, like, if we, the threat storming sessions are now broken up. So the, the experts in the, in these particular subsystems, they, they, they go off and they, they do modeling together yeah. and then we sort of bring it together, uh, at a later stage. I, I think it's, I think it's important that in order for a team to be be the best they can is they have to they have to have skin in the game they have to feel like they yeah they have a say in how it's things not, work it's a responsibility I, I love that term as well skin in the game uh though it's uncomfortable um but that comfort that discomfort creates creativity drive and responsibility you know you've got to deliver that outcome that's your thing you know um and uh brilliant i, I love that and Again, coming back to yourself and your leadership, what's the things that keep you up at night as a tech leader? Been a CTO for a year, just over a year now, and uh, like I think, like many, like many people, I'm probably my own worst critic. And I think whenever you, whenever you take, whenever you add into the, whenever you factor in COVID and things not being normal, I think that you're, I think, you're, I think a lot of people's brains are have gone into overdrive and and uh, are catastrophizing a lots of things in their heads before you know before things actually happen and and sometimes you just have to take a step back and go well look if there's you know let's let let's t- let's uh, take a step back and think well what is going well and think about the the wins that you've made that day or that week uh, are mm-hmm. are we further on than where we were last week and i think you know you can i think not to overthink and not to be too worried about you know about failures either and also don't be afraid to speak to your colleagues or any talk to me i have a i have a pretty good ceo he's, he's you know he's, he's fairly relaxed and uh he's very approachable and uh whenever there if there is something that him or he or i need need to talk about where you know he's, he's supportive with me and and i'm supportive of him mm. uh i've also got you know other people in the, in the c-suite here really supportive too and we 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 the main thing is just keep the lines of communication open and if there are problems or if there are challenges that we're facing we, we talk about them we share those those problems with each other and um and it's not you know it's not it's never you know don't don't approach it as being accusational but approach it as as like we're here to help each other and ter- the other one of the other areas that i i think um whenever you whenever you're whenever you're you're you're, you're you're the front face whenever you whenever you're the technical representative you know and, and not just just internally but also externally whenever you're talking to technical partners or content partners or you know external parties one of the one of the challenges especially somebody you know whenever you come from being very much and you know whenever you've been working in companies that has been very it's always been internal or the the focus has been on on the internal focus you know whether it's writing code or designing de- designing systems or whatever there's always a risk that there's you always run the risk of, of over committing to mm-hmm. things and um yeah, that, that 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 can keep me up at night that that's a that's a huge worry for me yes because that because the risk is you end up you like, oh no i'm gonna let i'm gonna let somebody down i'm gonna let i'm gonna let the team down i'm gonna let the boss down i'm gonna let mm. our investors down oh no i'm an awful person and then <laughs> and then suddenly the cat the catastrophizing yeah, continues right. but the but again you just take a step back and actually um, one of the things, whenever you come into this role, one of the, one of the, one of the big things I find really beneficial is getting like a coach. Ah, yes. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, 
some of the some of the uh, one of the pieces of advice that the, co- uh, the coach gave me was, well, the the main thing is, or write write down all all the things that you have to do, including things that you that you you want to do yourself, and to, you know, and be realistic. If 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 you're not going to be able to get something done, tell the person tell if there's somebody is expecting something from you, tell them straight away and just say, look, I can't do this. I'm not yeah. going to be able to do this, and tell them as soon as you can. Yeah. Because uh, some sometimes people, you know, most of the time, actually, people are okay with you not getting something done on a particular time. But just be, just be aware, or just let them be aware of, yeah, I'm yes. not going to be able to do this for a day or two. Um, yes. That okay, you know? And uh, also, be honest with yourself. It's like, ah, oh, you know, it's like Friday afternoon. Oh, I really want to, you know, I really want to, you know, I don't build. You know, I want to really design this new, or I want to think of the architecture for this new or for, for the hub, hub to device communication or something be honest with yourself well look i've got other priorities that i have to focus on i'm gonna have to let myself down here and i can focus that another time so um so i think yeah keep, keeping up at night is just am i doing the right job but hopefully I've, hopefully i've given some yeah that's good, that's I, good. Some... hopefully i've given some tips for for other people who, who face similar similar things so uh actually reminding me on a few situations where i really need to hear my own wisdom and and follow that but uh yeah it's um i think that's a great uh, lesson for a lot of tech leaders out there and leaders in general is to let people know where you are with stuff and and also getting balance in your life because you know we're not only tech leaders or leaders in organizations we're also family members brothers sisters fathers and what have you so it's important yeah you go. absolutely yeah, here's the fun part of the. Uh, well, it's all fun part. The whole podcast is fun, but I don't know why I always say this is a fun part. I think I've really, I've been enjoying this. It's good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really good fun. It's, I've been really enjoying this. Yeah, thank you, thank you for saying. Um, so, book recommendations. I love books because books are like this kind of gift that the author has put their heart and soul into, and then kind of handing you all this wisdom. What books would you recommend to other leaders out there that you've hmm. learned from? Okay. Um, so. Um, yeah, I could I could recommend three off the top of my head, and some some are some are leadership based and some aren't. Uh, so the first one I would recommend is uh, "Show Your Work" by Austin Kleon, oh, and wow. this is a it's a really simple it's a it's a great little book. It's 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 something you could probably read in a night. Um, and the background of the book is all about um, essentially. Uh, it's on the theme of sh- share like an artist and the whole concept is that you don't have to be a genius to be able to share your work and it, it, the, the book all it really talks about how to you know, it encourages you share share everything even if something's not complete just share it just just put something out there just put yourself out there uh, because um, people are are usually quite supportive I love that I was gonna I'm gonna add that to my list there you go, I'll add it to my list it, it is. It's a it's a great book. In fact, Austin Austin Cleone has a few other books as well, and I've I've read them all and I recommend them all. But Show Your Work is a fantastic one. Brilliant. The second one is, uh, it, it was actually a book I, I got a few years ago. So uh, in a previous role, and it was whenever I started whenever I started venturing into uh, sort of a management type role as well. So it was kind of like hybrid architect and that manager role. And it was um, it's the Manager's Path by uh, uh, Camille Fournier. I, I hope I've, hopefully I've pronounced her surname correctly. Yeah. But it's a it's a fantastic book on. Um, on the progress from being, you know, being, working as an as an engineer into into that engineer leader role, and uh, her 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 
tips and her 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 guidance. So the third book I would rec- I, I really would recommend is Atomic Habits, and it's written by uh, James Clear, and it's it's a guide to it's it's a guide to uh, building up good habits. So the the whole background of the book is really just about how can you it's about improving on something one percent every day. So like, and, and it's it's essentially trying to build up these good habits. So like James Clear gives some really good guidance on on how to how to approach like you know giving yourself small small goals and how to improve uh, just just by small amounts every day. And yeah. I find that very useful. Uh, I, I really enjoy. It. It's a really good book. And I think, obviously, from a personal leadership perspective, I can see that these atomic habits, these kind of elemental behaviours, which then have a compounding effect. You know, they they kind of grow. It's also within our leadership as well as tech leaders and, and as leaders in general. These little things that you do or get teams to become habitual about, just uh, you know, pay dividends. There's a huge ROI on that. So I'm going to pretend to be a tech genie for a second. I'm going to offer you a wish. The tech genie can help you in your leadership, your kind of tech world, the market. What what would do you wish for? Um, in terms of the uh, in terms of the market that Buffalo Grid is operating in, uh, my my wish would be uh, is given is is that people would have an affordable or a, a, a way to get an affordable mobile device. That would be the big one for me. Yeah. Because um, that would especially especially in emerging economies. And emerging, uh, emerging, yeah, in emerging economies, people rely on their on a mobile device. Like, 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 we, we, yeah. I mean, even in the West here, we, especially here in the UK, uh, I mean, everybody's life, everybody's life is on their mobile device, their yes. banking, everything else. But in in emerging economies, their their phone is their livelihood. And let and let me explain that in a bit more detail. A lot of the people that we're wanting to reach don't even have a, you know, do not have a bank account. Their bank account is actually the credit on their phone, wow. and they, you know, they they pay through um, SMS payments such as Paytm and things like that. Yeah, if 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 we're able to give, if if, if businesses can, if we can if we can lower the barrier to, uh, to give people access to their, to. If we can lower the barriers to get a, getting a good smartphone or getting a, a good mobile device, then we'll be able to we'll be able to give people that opportunity to get access to all the thing you know those resources those that those those learning services that entertainment that, that we believe makes the internet better. Yeah, love that. It, there's a kind of uh, internet poverty called connectivity poverty, yeah. even, you know. And, uh... Yeah, that's 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 a that's a really nice way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, so yeah, that that would be that would that would be from from a business perspective. I think that would be that would be my dream. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to make that uh, wish come true. Okay, there you go. I'm gonna work on that one hard. Um, and the finally, uh, sadly, it's come to the end of our time together. What's the key takeaway that you'd give? offer to tech leader men and women out there what's the one thing that you'd say to them um one of the um you're not alone <laughs> i think is, is, is it would be important so uh, what what amazes me is the is the community uh that we of of tech leaders out there 
um there's there's a remarkable there's a remarkable group of people out there who are in the same boat as you uh or they've you know they've they've had or they've or they've had more experience one of the things that i have found and 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 certainly in this and the time that i've been in cto was there are so there are so many other people engineering leaders vpes ctos are more than willing to sh to share their knowledge and their experience with anybody who, who asks for it mm. so you know reach out and speak to you know reach out on linkedin reach out on twitter find out about different slack communities that are out there there there's lots of them out there um listen to good podcasts <laughs> of of people who are, who are you know sharing their experiences um cuz that's the only way you'll you, you'll not only grow as a person, but you'll you'll you're basically you're not alone. You're not alone in anything that you're doing. So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out and uh, share experiences with others. And uh, everybody's everybody's fantastic. I mean, I I'll just share I'll just share a story um, uh, that I from a while ago. We were we were faced. The nature of the work that we're doing, there are some open source problem. There are some like licensing issues that we had, and I, I'm part of. I, I there was a like a CTO leadership group that I'm part of, and I just reached out and started asking, like, does anybody have any guidance on these, you know, on these um, or, uh, licensing issues that we might have? And somebody cropped up straight away and said, like, um, I'm free now. I've just finished my dinner. Uh, do you fancy, do you fancy going on to Zoom and having a quick chat about it? Right. And within an hour, he was able to. He guided me through. The problems and basically i was we were worrying too much but uh he, he gave me some really good pointers and really good advice yeah. so there, there are people out there who will happily help uh don't be afraid to reach out brilliant i love that and i, th I think that's a really good point you touch on it great leaders ask for help you know uh, they they search it and uh, you can't know everything um so that's a great note to finish on there andrew thank you for your time it's been brilliant listening to you so i look forward to seeing that being a great success that's great. Thanks, for, uh, thanks so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Wow. These hubs are mighty amazing, don't you think? I love how Andrew and his team are addressing the internet and connectivity poverty out in the world and at an affordable price point. So what were your key takeaways from the podcast? Well, I'm going to share with you mine now. My first key takeaway is, as tech advances, people are being left behind, even on a national level. The Hub is a great example of how we can close the gap of our relentless technological advancements and how we can create another layer of tech to bring people, knowledge and learning together. My second key takeaway is about what makes a great leader. The conversation that Andrew and his friend had about what they deemed to be great leaders was quite interesting. These leaders frustratingly didn't give answers but drove thinking through questions to power new thinking and insights in places other than the leader's head. This is the kind of leadership I love. It spawns more leaders' minds within the organisation. Yes, it might be slower in the short term, but it makes things faster in the long term. My third key takeaway is about having meeting retros. I think this is a really important trick that many people in meetings miss. It opens up conversations about how we can do better and spot topics that have been missed or things that still need to continue. But most importantly, acting as a continuous reminder for continuous improvement. Even if everyone says, great job, meeting went great, that leaves behind a good positive psychology footprint with the people involved. And my final and fourth key takeaway is on the topic of meetings again. 
Meetings to threat storm. Reminds me of the many teams I've worked with in the past where we used to get together to fill out the risk register using the brains and minds eyes of people doing the work to see into the leadership blind spots. Love it. So thank you, Andrew. Thank you for your time. It's been great speaking to you and I really hope that the hub hits the ground, hits the places where it's needed and makes a huge difference, creating the life-affirming impact that you described. So here's to you, Buffalo Grid, and you, Andrew, for your leadership in making the world a better place. And finally, remember to subscribe to CTO Confessions podcast and IT Labs newsletter, where you get regular tech articles and invites to the IT Labs webinar series. URLs for this can be found at the bottom of this page. We are consistently creating material to create, nurture and support a community of tech leaders. And of course, if you want to know more about IT Lab services, including our Teams as a Service service, please don't hesitate to get in touch. As mentioned in the intro, please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing agility, high-performing teams off that shelf with a wide breadth of skill and knowledge. Well, that's all, folks. Look after each other and keep safe. Wishing you all a good day or evening, wherever you are in the world, from all of us here at IT Labs. Live long. Live well and prosper until we meet again on the next CTO Confessions podcast.